how to build your career with your guru. Okay, it's a Monday morning and we're talking about how to build a real estate career. Something I get asked about all the time is, how do you build a real estate career? How do you become number one in your area? How do you get on fire in real estate? We're gonna take that apart today because everybody needs to know, even if you've already been licensed for a long time, how do you build a real estate career? It comes in two parts. We're going to start today with the basics and the fundamentals. Tomorrow, we're going to even go deeper into building building your career. You want to hit both parts as we take this apart, starting right after this. So, Rod, what does it mean, seven minutes to a new career? Well, in seven minutes, we can have a cup of coffee. We can talk career goals and how we're going to help you make the biggest career move in your life. That's right. There's a lot of things that Mountain Hood Realty has to offer, and Rod is a ball of energy. I love the career, and I want to share with you my passion for building your business bigger than you ever thought it could be. Come spend seven minutes with us. We look forward to it. Talk to you soon. The guru is back. Okay, here we go. Talking about building your real estate career. The career that you wanted, the career you studied for, because the first thing you have to do is you have to get licensed. And a lot of people underestimate this whole licensing thing. You know, the failure rate is huge. It, it's almost 50%. Now, most people go ahead and get past it no matter because they take it, take it a, a few times until they get past it. There's a state test and a federal test for getting licensed. So the, the licensing part should not be underestimated. Lots of people struggle. But just because you fail at it the first time, go take the test again. Study again. No big deal. Because once you're passed, you are passed like everybody else. What do you think? That lawyers never have to take the exam twice or something? Lots of lawyers. It's a huge percentage of the attorneys after studying for years and years have to go and take the bar exam again. That's okay. By the way, same thing for accountants, same thing for people in finance careers, same thing for people that are getting their stock trading license. Many of them have to take the, the, the exam over and over again to get where they want to go. But nobody ever asks whether it's a medical doctor or an attorney or someone else later, well, what were your exam scores? No, you once you're licensed, you're licensed. So get past the licensing part. So building a career, I told you we're going to start off with fundamentals today. You have to start off with getting licensed. Some people don't realize this is a licensed career. You actually want it that way. You don't want it to be unlicensed. It protects your career, brings credibility into the career, and it helps with the trust factor. There's a whole factor of trust that needs to be established in this industry because you are dealing with the largest asset of someone's life. You have to have some kind of trust factor. Okay, so you're building your career. And by the way, grab your cup of coffee this morning. I'm sipping on mine. All right. Let's get down to, you, you've got licensed, and now you think to yourself, now what? 
This is what everybody says is, okay, now what? Where, where's the client? Well, the system doesn't just automatically feed you clients. That's not how it works at all. First, you have to find an office, you know, a brokerage to work for. So we're talking about Oregon, Washington, most states. You can't just go out and hang your shingle out once you're licensed and say, I'm selling homes. It doesn't work that way. You have to work for somebody. The typical minimum amount of time is three years. Some of the states change that around a little bit. Some are more, some are less. Some have different associate levels. Some have intern internship levels. Different areas, different regions do different things. But here in the Northwest, the, the normal is three years. You have to work under another broker. Most people never emerge out of working for a, a brokerage because it makes sense to work for a brokerage and not hang your own shingle. The brokerage brings in business. The brokerage advertises for you. The brokerage brands who you are for you. It's very expensive. So it makes sense that the majority of people are not hanging out their own shingle. All right, one more sip, another sip of coffee here this morning. Now, the important thing is finding the right office or brokerage. Now, I'm using those, those terms synonymously. So finding the right brokerage is critical to what you're going to be doing in this business. You've got to think to yourself, you're, gonna, you're building a career. You don't want to be changing from brokerage to brokerage who you're associated with. Your cards will change. Your phone number might even change. It depends what they what that brokerage demands on that particular card. Now, most of them want your personal phone number on there. But they also may have a branded email that they want on, on there. So your email might change. Certainly, office location is going to change. Even though virtual offices are very popular now, some states don't allow for only virtual offices. And the brokerage may have to have somewhere a physical office, whether you show up to it or not. Some states demand for that. In Oregon, we certainly allow for virtual offices. In Washington, it's kind of a mixture. You do have to have a physical office where your license is hung, and then you can have other virtual things. And so different states, different things, different regions, different rulings on this. Pay close attention when you're thinking about building your real estate practice. Ultimately, it becomes you. I don't care who you're working for. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's you building your business. You can be with, you know, ABC company. I don't care who it is, but ultimately you are building your business. By the way, this goes for attorneys. It goes for everybody. You know, accountants out there, you are building your business. People think, oh, I'm just going to go to work for somebody and that's going to be it. And they'll feed me clients and I'll close deals. Yeah, that is not really how the models work. The models work that you come in and you build your business. Now, the brokerage can have clients and feed you some clients. 
And certainly by branding, they be, you, they be, people become aware of the brand and more clients come into the brand name. And that is a wonderful thing. But let's go over the three major tips for choosing a brokerage. Because I'll tell you, the first thing you got to do is choose. A, you just got licensed. You can't even sell a home without being part of a You can't go out there and say, well, I'll sell your home and then I'll think about this brokerage thing. No, you have to work for somebody. That's how it works. You have to go and work for someone. Okay. One moment while I sip the coffee, a black rifle coffee this morning. Now I'm going to get into something very controversial. So send me a comment on it. I already know I'm going to make people mad on this, but it's a true statement. Like it or not, it's flat out true. Number one thing people shop for is commissions. Number one thing you should never shop for is commission splits. Because commission split isn't going to be what's going to make you happy in the future. I don't care what the commission split is. Whether it's a 60-40, 50-50, 30-70, 70-30, it doesn't matter what it is, 90-10. Someone who says, well, we we don't split any commission. Well, you know what? The business has to make money somehow. So they're either taking it from you in fees or they're taking it from you somehow. But it's all about the benefits that you're getting from the brokerage and how they fit your particular life. Take a close look at commission splits. Sure, but don't shop commission splits. What you want to ask is, What are the features and benefits that you are going to get by being part of this brokerage? Are they doing something for you? Or are you just sitting out there all on your own? For some people, sitting out there all on their own is really what they need. that's That's all they need. Usually that's a more seasoned broker. That's a more seasoned agent that can sit out there on their own with limited resources. Most people that are only a few years, you know, less than five years in the business, they need some supports. And even lots that have 10, 15, 20 years, they need supports in the business. So don't shop commission splits. Yes, the business has to make money. The business also has to remain competitive. Think about that. They have to remain competitive or they won't have people working for them. But competitive can mean a lot of things. It can mean one has a retirement plan and one doesn't have a retirement plan. And you get your own money to go do what you're going to do with that. Well, the other one has something established for that. Most don't have retirement plans set up, but there are some that do. Some will have other fringe benefit packages that are very attractive to people. So take a close look at the package of goodies. So tip number one is you've got to stop the parade of shopping for commissions. It's the number one thing that people get out there and do is they shop for commissions. All right, tip two. Tip number two. 
We're only a little ways into the show here. We're already on tip number two. Think about this. It's the number one thing that causes failure in the industry. It's tip two, and it's the number one that causes failure. People join a brokerage because they followed their friends into the business. Okay. <laughs> Send me your comments on this. I know it's controversial. You need to find a brokerage that fits you. You can always be friends with John Doe. You can always go and hang out with John Doe. You can always go and play games and go watch movies with your friend John Doe. That doesn't mean that the brokerage that John's at is the brokerage for you. Maybe it is. Maybe. We all have friends. We all have persuasive things in our life. That doesn't mean that's where you should be going. <clears throat> Pardon me. Take a sip of the coffee. So tip number two is don't follow your friends. Your friends may end up at ABC brokerage, and maybe you should be at XYZ brokerage. Different packages fit different people. You've got to peel that onion apart and look at it closely. You don't have to get licensed and jump in. You have a little time. Now, you can't be involved in the business until you're attached to a brokerage. But take a few days. Take a couple weeks. Investigate what's going on. Go out and do some informational interviews. I don't care where your friends are at. Your friends can still be your friends. They're not going to cease. Well, I hope they're not going to cease. They're not going to cease to be your friend just because you went to work for the competition somewhere else. That, that's okay. Maybe then they're going to follow you instead of you following them. You need to find a brokerage that fits you, your lifestyle, and your needs. That is critical. It's absolutely critical to find one that fits you and your needs. All right, tip number three. Now, this is huge, and it's overlooked all the time. Unfortunately, it's not even thought of by, by many of the new agents. It's thought of later, but it's not thought of up front, and that is training and niche training. So two types of training, general training and then niche training. We'll just call it all training. So training. Yes, you're going to need training. You know that wonderful license thing that you went through? The licensing product that you just went through didn't actually teach you how to write a contract. It didn't teach you how to write conditions to a contract. It didn't tell you how to negotiate with a difficult party on the other side. It didn't teach you how to negotiate with your own client when they are screwing the screws down on you. It didn't teach you how to deal with the stresses, the pressure points, and all of the other things, the thousand cuts of death that come in the real estate business. It didn't even talk about that. 
and it didn't talk to you anything about marketing. It doesn't even come up. The whole marketing thing is, is like as if, as if it doesn't even exist. And well, all right, they can treat it that way. They are the licensures out there. But we know in the business, <coughs> we know in the business, you will have to deal with these things. Pardon me while I'm sipping a little coffee this morning. You will have to deal with training constantly. And I'm not talking about the mandatory CE training, the continued education that is mandated by every jurisdiction. And every jurisdiction has its own training programs and its own mandated things you have to have. That's fine. It's every year or two. And every jurisdiction has that. But you need training on how to go after a niche product. Let's say you want to go after veterans. There isn't any training in the license program on how to go after veterans. You need some mentoring. You need someone that can train you, put their arms around you and say, let me guide you into this service, this product line that you're looking to serve. This is really critical that you find someone that can help you Make the kind of sales you're looking to make. I know at first, you're probably saying to yourself, I just want a sale. I want any kind of a sale. I'm thousands of dollars into putting this career together. How do I make any kind of a sale? Okay. Understood. No problem. But at the, but you have to think beyond that first little bit. You're going to have some sales. Maybe it's going to be family at first. And families often, not always, Often nicer than the rest of the rest of the community out there that treats you as a professional and expect professionalism back. But what happens when you have never done anything like what they're asking you to go and do? Like they say, I want to buy a house. I want you to sell my house and I want you to help me buy a house. And you're saying to yourself, Yahoo, I've struck gold. I'm selling someone's house and I'm going to help them buy a house. And then they lay this on you and you've never done it before. Oh, and by the way, I don't want to move out of my house. I want to sell it, not move out of my house until I find something else to move into. And I want to, then I want to have my house sold. I want the money in my hand and I want to move on. And you're wondering who can train me to do that? By the way, we do it all the time in the business. But if you've never done it, it's going to feel daunting. It's going to feel very difficult. It's going to feel like there's a thousand moving parts out there. That those that thousand cuts of death and you don't know where to go. This is where you want in tip three to be attached to a training program that is absolutely fit for you and how you're building your business. And you need to be comfortable with that training program. You need to be comfortable with how you're going to interact with that training program. And you need to be comfortable on how the training program is being delivered to you. Because some training programs are simply go log in and, and watch it at night on your own. While other training programs are live. 
and other training programs, the office says, look, we have meetings three days a week and we can we mandate that our associates to be here. We mandate our first year associates, our first three year associates to all be in the building with. There's lots of different programs. I know we've moved online for a lot of things, but things are moving back and they're going back and forth. You need to find something that works for you. Do you need one-on-one? Do you need to find a coach or a mentor? Now, right after this, we're going to talk more about coaching. We're going to talk more about the mentoring product. And tomorrow, we're going to get into more coaching and mentoring as well because it's huge. First, I want to mention, take a second, like the program. Hit that like button. If you want more content like this that's building your business from the ground up, hit the like button without even sending me any more of a comment or anything. It tells me you are wanting more of this type of programming. So hit that like button. I would love it if you would. Also, though, if you can, hit hit the button to make a comment because I love the comments and I take your comments very seriously. I get back to everybody on comments. So make a comment, follow us on social media and over on YouTube, follow us on YouTube, become a member of the guru members only events. This is huge because this is where we even go deeper with the guru members only events. We even go deeper into building your business. All you have to do is hit that follow button on YouTube. All you have to do is just click that button down there where you're following the show. And all of a sudden, it opens up the Guru Members Only events. Okay. Now, coaching and mentoring. Let me have another sip here. Coaching and mentoring, different type, different things, although they are close and symbiotic to each other. They're very close. So today we're going to deal with them together. Coaching and mentoring. This is where you have someone that you can talk to regularly about your business, about growing your business, not generally the business of real estate. I'm talking about someone that you can brainstorm with and they can keep you within a path of going down a particular path to build your business. This is critical because everybody needs to be able to shoot an idea at somebody. Think about your own kids. If you've got kids, you know, and your kids need, as they grow up, they need a sounding board. And you become the sounding board. And you're thinking to yourself, whoa. That this these ideas coming from the kid that, that, that this isn't where you should be. Let me help guide you over here. Well, a coach can help guide you to keep you in the business you're trying to build. That is huge. Building the kind of business that you want to build, and you don't end up going way off in left field or way way over here. You what you want to be is down the center of building your business. Now, I'm a huge advocate of coaching. There isn't a single person that has a phenomenal business that is leading the industry in real estate. 
that doesn't have a coach. Everybody has coaches. It's not because people need to be told what to do. In fact, it's the antithesis of that statement. What you need is someone as a sounding board to help you keep in the middle of the lane, building your business directly. That's what you need to do is keep in the center of the lane. You don't want to be attracted. We're all attracted to different things. Hey, let's run over there and do that. Let's run over here and do this. But the coach will help keep you in the center because they are another set of eyes. They're another brain that has seen the business from lots of angles. And you also want to make sure if when you're putting your business together, you want to make sure that there is coaching available for you, either within the, bro the brokerage where you're at, or you can go and grab coaching from without. It can be expensive at times. Not terrible. Certainly what you get from coaching is huge. It will build your business bigger than ever before. Absolutely, it will build your business bigger than ever before. The dollars spent in coaching and mentoring is wonderful. Think strongly about having coaching. Think strongly about this process. But you have to like the person you're working with. You can't just say, oh, I'm, I, I'll, I'll grab someone, but I don't care to work for them. That's not going to work. That kind of relationship simply won't work. It will come apart. Now, the sip of coffee this morning. I've got to have my morning coffee as we get going here. Okay. Coaching is a critical aspect to building your business. Not just because they keep you centered, which is a big thing. But they help you go through a brainstorming regularly of what you should be doing. They help you schedule your time and keep you centered as well as they keep you on track as to the whole program. That's huge. That will keep you moving. Even if you're self-motivated, I'm very self-motivated. I mean, I'm, I'm probably among the most self-motivated people out there. And I like coaching. I love coaching. They have helped me build my business to heights I could have never achieved without it. And we also have co coaching programs. You can down here in the banner at our Kickstarter program, you can find our one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. You can find our Kickstarter program. It's a training program. You can click through at your own pace. But we also then have our one-on-one. -on -one. That's not group. That's one-on-one -on -one coaching programs that focuses on you and your business. That's huge. That's huge because it's about you and your business and building your career to a full-time career. And it doesn't take that long to get your career into six digits. Yeah, the $100,000 range we're talking about here. That's a nice career. That's a nice career, and it can get well beyond that. Tomorrow, we'll be taking this apart even deeper into part two of building your business. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily. I'll talk to you tomorrow.